This episode of Devils with a Deek on the Premier Podcast Network is brought to you by... Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Welcome back to a new episode of Devils with a Deke with your host, Nick Scortino. So, yes, I understand it has uh, it has been a little while since I've, uh, you know, really talked and delved into uh, New Jersey Devils um, news and everything. But, um, yeah, pretty much when the playoffs are going on, I, had, uh, I was finishing up my semester at school, so I didn't really have uh, a lot of free time to sit down and, you know, talk about what had happened, what was happening with them in the playoffs. Um, I know the last episode they were up uh, 3-2 in the series against the Rangers, and obviously we all know by now they went on to play the Rangers. They went on to uh, play Game 7 uh, against the Rangers, beat them um, in a very thrilling game for New Jersey Devils fans. And then unfortunately, um, the Carolina series was not great. And yeah, I kind of didn't really want to, didn't really want to talk much about that. It was a, it was a tough pill to swallow, um, after that, but you know, I was just excited. I was excited about how everything went down. Um, you know, the fact that they made the playoffs and they, they won a playoff series without really having a lot of guys on the team that had a lot of playoff experience. So, Overall, the end of the the season was was great. I, I'm not gonna. I'm you know it sucks they couldn't you know go a little bit further in the playoffs. But I mean, hey, to get your um, you know, to get your your young guys and inexperienced players used to how playoff hockey operates is honestly one of the biggest things that you can do in their careers right now. So now well, next season when you're fighting to you know kind of repeat and go back to the playoffs, you have your these guys have a little bit more of an understanding and idea as to what they what kind of gear they need to put themselves in to succeed. And so 
Um, after the season, not a lot has ha- had happened. It was more of, um, you know, the Devils had a lot of decisions to make. Uh, team, they needed to re-sign Timo Meyer and Jesper Bratt, who are both RFAs. There's a couple of other RFAs we're going to get into after that. There's a few uh, unrestricted free agents. Uh, that is Ryan Graves, um, Tomas Tatar, Miles Wood. They have all elected to test free agency, so um, you know, good for them. Honestly, uh, one guy I would like back on this team would be Thomas Thomas Tatar. I think he's a great option, and uh, he's he got really got his legs going uh, this season with the Devils uh, playoffs. He was a little bit of a ghost, but um, there's a lot of people on that team that were, and yeah, I mean. Uh, Ryan Graves was was good um, this season. He struggled a lot, and especially in key situations during the playoffs. Um, he was it was he was a good get at that at the time um, for the expansion draft for Seattle when Colorado wanted to move him for something, and the Devils really didn't really trade too much to uh, get him. So he was a good uh, he was a good fill in defenseman for for the Devils. I mean that that's basically what he was. And Miles Wood, yeah, so long, I don't give a shit because he sucked, I'll be honest. He was god-awful and good riddance. <laughs> but um, so going on to some other news that has happened, there's been a lot. Um, we'll dive into some trades the Devils have made because they made a lot, some contract extensions, go over the RFAs, and... Um, you know, talk about the Devils uh, draft because they the draft did happen the other day, and now uh, the Devils did make a couple selections. They were they they did not have a first round pick that was uh, acquired by San Jose in the Timo Meyer trade. So, but we will dive right into it. So, um, yeah, basically the first big trade the Devils made were uh, they did a sign and trade with uh, Columbus with Damon Severson. So uh, the Devils acquired a third-round pick, and they traded Damon Severson to Columbus. He signed an 8 by I want to say it was like an 8 by 62250000 million uh, dollar deal. Um, you know, Severson had his moments. Uh, he was he was a good – he was a decent defenseman. I'm not going to lie. He was a decent defenseman. Uh, he had his moments where he was not great – but he had other moments where he was great offensively for them uh, a couple times throughout the season, being uh, scoring some big-time goals. But, yeah, I mean, the Devils have a lot of young defensive t- uh, talent that they're going to you know, want to call up, and Severson was the longest-tenured guy in the Devils. Uh, you know, Sad to see him go for, uh, you know, not be a Devil for the rest of his career just because it would have it been cool to have that. But, um yeah, I mean the contract he was looking for an eight uh, eight by six point two five, not necessarily in the cards for the Devils with um, you know who else they had left to sign, and uh, and they want they wanted some you know cap flexibility as well. So you know, good to see him go. Uh, you know, get his contract, get paid, and uh, you know who knows how Columbus will play. I mean, they were pretty. They're pretty bad last year. I mean, that's putting it nicely. Um, and so <clears throat> he uh, he definitely helps out their blue line. I think uh, you get a good uh, two way defenseman. They're decent two way defenseman. So yeah, that's um. And the Devils uh, they got a third round draft pick in the twenty twenty three draft. So um, then the 
the next biggest thing to happen was Jesper Bratt signed a uh, eight year extension. So, you know, that was a good thing for the Devils to get that done, get it that deal done. Um, you know, Bratt, um, he was really he played really well during the re- regular season. Uh, my only gripe with with him was he didn't really do too much in the um, in the playoffs. But I mean, it was also his first. It was his first playoffs uh, of his career, so I'm not really gonna. I'm not gonna harp too much on it, but that that is kind of concerning. But you know, it, there's really not much else to kind of say in regards to that. Um, he's a good player. He's a really good winger. He's got a. He's got great hands. He's got a, a wicked shot, and he's got some pretty good speed. So. Yeah, to get him uh, back for and you know get that contract um, done because they tried last last season and it didn't really work out and he took a you know one year deal and bet on himself and it paid off clearly for him so yeah I'm you know happy he's back good to have him back um, another guy that extended was Eric Halla also good to have Halla uh, back um, you know that veteran presence uh, he could he could be a winger and a center. Uh, good versatility. He's back for uh, he's back for three more years. So and he he had expressed in his exit interview and you know basically at the end of the season when the season was over he's like I want to I want to stay here because I love this I love this team and I love you know playing here it's a lot of fun and he was very excited. Um, he was he was he was a lot of fun to watch in the playoffs and yeah you look back at that Pavel Zaka trade and you know it did kind of work out in the Devils at first it looked like it did not look great and then yeah Hall turned took it into a you know another gear and just really shined so you know um good for him and yeah um next thing the Devils did was they um, they lost Andrew Burnett. He became the head coach of the Nashville uh, Predators, and they actually signed um, Travis Green. Is now uh, going to be the new assistant coach, uh, associate coach for the um, Lindy Ruff and his uh, coaching staff. So um, you know, good for him. Uh, I I don't know a whole lot about him if I'm being completely honest. I know that he worked in Vancouver, but. Um, yeah, not too much. I I don't really know too much um, about him. And <clears throat> the Devils then did make a another trade, and it was that um, it was a trade with the Boston Bruins. They traded Riley Smith, uh, Riley Walsh. My bad. Riley Smith is was on was on Vegas and is now on Pittsburgh. Riley Walsh, uh, young defenseman, uh, played really well in the AHL. Um, has a lot of upside. They traded um, for Shane Bowers from the Boston Bruins. Uh, Bowers has played uh, four full seasons in the AHL um, with the Colorado Eagles and the Providence Bruins, and he could be a pretty good depth depth, depth piece. So yeah, uh, not too much about that. Um, the Devils have a lot of defensemen coming up the pipeline, and uh, Riley Walsh was just unfortunately one uh, one that I don't think they really could have paid. Um, so, uh, it's unfortunate, but I mean, they've got Luke Hughes, uh, Simon Nemich, um, Seamus Casey, and there's a couple other guys, um, in the AHL or, uh, overseas that they, they also have. So there's, there's a whole lot of people and 
uh, you know, good for Riley Walsh going to get an opportunity to, um, you know, play for Boston. So uh, the Devils also are uh, playing the Flyers at MetLife Stadium this year in the 2024 Navy Federal Credit Union Union NHL Stadium Series. So pretty pumped about that. Uh, if I'm being honest, I, pro- I most likely will watch that game from the comfort of my own home. I do not really plan on going to uh, MetLife in the middle of February. Um, yeah, because most people in New Jersey know MetLife is a basically just a giant wind dome. And in the middle of February, on February 17th to be exact, um, yeah, that's just not something I would really want to sit out in the freezing cold and freezing my ass off for. Um, I'll keep you guys updated. That could change, but yeah, I'm not really, uh, <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to that one. But <clears throat> um, also, the Devils did make um, a trade with another trade with San Jose. Um, they traded Mackenzie Blackwood for a 2023 sixth round pick. Uh, I'm I'm kind of happy about this one. Blackwood was an uh, he was an RFA, and if we're being honest, he was hurt just about every single fucking possible chance that he could be and it really screwed the devils over big time um that's why i think v uh, tech struggled a little bit in the playoffs is because v tech had had to play a bulk of games because he didn't have someone to back him up that he could take like a uh, game or two rest and blackwood really shit the bed with that he was always injured and you know i wish him the best of luck and good riddance uh, that's another another one for that because he didn't do much. Um, and there was times when people were like, oh, my God. like he, he has made great saves in his time as a devil, but those, like, three or four saves does not, you know, equal them keeping him because he literally was – it was his heel. It was his groin. It was something else. He literally was just made of glass and – just about every possible injury under the sun that you could have, he probably had at some point and screwed them. So he's now San Jose's problem, and the Devils got a six-round pick for it. So now here's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things that they the Devil trades, in my opinion, that the Devils made was they acquired Tyler Toffoli from the Calgary Flames. So Tyler Toffoli had mentioned he wanted out of um, Calgary, and the Devils sent Yegor Sharangovich and a 2023 third round draft pick, which I, if I'm, if I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the draft pick that actually Columbus gave to the Devils for Damon Severson, and I'm pretty sure that Cal- Calgary had eventually uh, Calgary had traded that pick, so it, it was a, it was Calgary's pick, and Calgary basically just got it back, which is kind of funny, but yeah, so I was. <laughs> I was going to the movies this day, uh, that day, that the the day the trade went through went through, and my buddy Kyle he texts me, he's like, "I hate your team," and I'm like, "I'm like what? Like what the hell happened? Like I wasn't checking my phone, I wasn't looking at like Twitter or anything. I was like, what the hell happened? Like what?" And I look at my phone and I'm like, "Oh, holy shit! The Devils just made a fucking huge trade, and you know now they get Tyler Toffoli on that line. Their top six is absolutely fucking disgusting." It, absolutely disgusting. Um, you know, you could flip flop whoever you want. Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer, Dawson Mercer, um, Jesper Bratt, Jack Hughes, Tyler Toffoli. Disgusting. That's gross. And um, there, he's in the last year of his contract. Um, I have a feeling that he's going to get extended. Um, 
Tom Fitzgerald has basically stated multiple times that he does not acquire people uh, that don't want to be here. And I kind of like that approach because you go to get people that you want in that locker room to kind of help with these young kids and help, you know, change the culture to we want to win. That's all we want to do. We just want to win no matter what, no matter how. So um, getting a guy like Tyler Toffoli, he's just a he's a sniper, and that will work out tremendously. If he's on Jack Hughes' line, oh, disgusting, disgusting. The, the Some of the passes Jack was making last year were gross, and now you add a guy like Tyler Toffoli, he's going to fucking feed off that. So, um, yeah, but the one thing that did kind of suck was Yegor Sharangovich was um, a casualty in this. Uh, you know, I, I, I liked his play. I just feel like it, he was just like kind of tossed around the lineup all of last year and didn't really have like a set place. Um, he was a good two way forward and I mean, he didn't really score too, too much goals. He kind of regressed the last like year and a half and, um, but he was a great defensive player. So, um, you know, I wish him the best of luck in Calgary. I believe he extended there. So. You know, uh, congratulations to him for uh, upping in Calgary, but Calgary right now also doesn't seem like the place to go. So, um, yeah, the final piece of news of trades or contracts is that Timo Meyer had has agreed to an eight year deal, uh, eight years by uh, eight point eight. So, yeah, glad they got this one done, um, and it. He took a he, he technically took a pay cut. Uh, San Jose was offering him like a nine million uh, AAV, and he was like, "I took a discount to basically win." And I mean, I know that's throwing it back in San Jose's face, but you know, I'm 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 excited to see uh, a full season of Timo Meyer because he came in last year halfway through the season, um, and he played all right. He played pretty good. Uh, he was a little bit of a ghost in the playoffs, and then obviously he took that massive hit from Jacob Trouba in the Rangers series, broke his nose, had to play with the cage. Um, so, hoping this next season he can, uh, you know, show show everyone who the real team of Meyer is, and that'll that'll really be uh, cool to see. So I'm I'm, I'm pumped for that. Pump Fitzgerald was able to get that done as well, and so now the Devils did have. Um, there, they did have a couple draft picks last uh, the other night. Uh, they drafted. I'm probably gonna butcher these these names terribly, but um, Lenny Haminaho from he's a forward uh, from Finland. Um, then they drafted Cam Squires. He's a forward from Canada. Chase Cheslock, who's a defenseman from uh, the USA. Cole Brown, who is a forward from Canada, and uh, Daniil Karpovich, who is from Belarus. So those are the guys that they drafted. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot about them, if I'm being honest. Uh, I haven't really paid attention. I didn't really pay too much attention to this draft class just because the Devils didn't really have a first-round pick, and there is really not much going on for me other than I was just, it was just more of seeing. Connor Bedard get drafted to the Chicago Blackhawks, and and that was basically 
I saw that, and I said, okay, there's really not really no, nothing else I need to watch on this just because I don't really know anything else. But, you know, congratulations to these guys on getting drafted. Excited to see what they um, what they do uh, in the future for, you know, in the AHL, see how they pan out. Um, now the final piece that we're going to dive into is the RFA. So we have four on the New Jersey Devils uh, right now that are still unsigned. Jesper Boquist, Michael McLeod, Nate Bastion, and Kevin Ball. Those are the four guys that are still unsigned. Um, Jesper Boquist, I, I think they can. I think basically three out of the four can just get signed to like one year deals. Uh, I think Boquist, McLeod, and Bastion get, can get signed like one, like million dollar, like one by one, one one by like one point two five, one by uh, one by two, something like that. Um, they're basically, uh, Boquist is like a third or fourth liner. Um, McLeod was the fourth line center and Nate Bastion was a, a fourth line, uh, fourth line winger. So I, it's kind of tough to, you know, place a price on them, but like, uh, Boquist had, had 21 points this season. Uh, Michael McLeod at 26 and, Bastion had 15, and Kevin Ball had eight points as a defenseman. Kevin Ball is a little bit of a different case. I think he can they can get um, him on a multi-year contract just because he did really well in the playoffs as well. So, you know, I think I think that that would work out great. Uh, he was a great physical presence for them, and you know he's only he's 23 years old, and I think that'll be a great uh, guy to have. You know, have that big bulky defenseman to, you know, be physical, which is something that they they could use uh, on their defense. And so, you know, guys like Bastion, McLeod, Boquist, I, I think a, a one-year deal could be great. If not, um, you know, the Devils do have a ton of other guys that they can call up. So, but, yeah, that um that pretty much wraps up the, the RFA talk. There's really not much else to, you know, dive into with that. But, that um, I think that basically wraps up um everything else. So there's really not much, nothing else that uh I want I would want to talk to you about the Devils other than the fact that I'm excited about this upcoming season. Um, excited to see where where it goes and how everybody plays and you know how the defense is gonna look. So the only other thing the Devils are looking to do is they are still looking at goaltending. Um, they're apparently still in the sweepstakes for uh, Connor Hellebuck, but uh, Hellebuck either Hellebuck's making it difficult to move primarily because of he wants a very big contract. He wants like an eight point five nine point five nine million a year contract, which no one really wants to pay primarily because he's 30, uh, 30 or thirty one years old. So we'll see what happens with that. If they, um, if the Devils do some sort of other trade or signing, I'll definitely uh, hop back on and, you know, just pumped about the upcoming season. And, you know, it's great because this is like the first time in a really long time that I'm actually like really, really excited for, um, this season to come. So that wraps everything up. Thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a fantastic day.